Thomas Cole, a 19th century American painter, is widely known for his collection of works entitled The Voyage of Life. This series is a broad comment on the course of one man's life through four paintings, childhood, youth, manhood, and old age. In childhood, a small boat sails onto a lake with an angel as its captain and a small baby at her feet. It is bright with clouds and sun and mountains in the background. In it, we see the promise of hope. In the second work, Youth, there is a young boy taking off down the river, but the angel is no longer on the boat. These colors are a lot more vibrant, playful, and filled with primary colors, foundations for a long journey. But the third painting is different. It's filled with dark colors, and the boy, now a man, is navigating the rushing waters ahead. There are boulders in his path, deep reds and blues. The overcast clouds let little light through. If you squint up in the far left corner, you can barely make out the same angel watching over him. In the last portrait, Cole shows the angel coming back down from where she sat. The waters are calmer, the colors are still dark all around. An old man sits in the boat. She is pulling him as he takes her hand. In the clouds, there is the same pastel, the same bright light that we saw in the first, in childhood. At the end, there is the beginning. I often think of these paintings during Lent, and unsurprisingly, I always assumed that the depiction of manhood best represented this season with its brooding reds and purples and its portrayal of the distance between the angel and the man. Manhood is the ordeal, the painful struggle bridging the adventurous spirit of youth and the resigned peace of old age. But maybe... This season calls us to exist with a mind to each painting. Lent is not just a time of moping and self-denial. Instead, it is a call to empty ourselves in preparation for something far greater. An opportunity to open ourselves to something new and fresh so that we can receive fully the glory of Christ. And it just so happens that the gospel story today of Jesus and the Samaritan woman illustrates this perfectly. Jesus, who has gone out of his way to travel through the land of Samaria, comes across a well 
dug by his ancestor Jacob. Christ is alone at the well with a local Samaritan woman who has come to draw water. To a first century listener, the idea of a man and a woman being alone together would have been problematic. In addition, Jesus, a Jew, is speaking with a Samaritan whom the Jews saw as impure. And the woman even acknowledges this. You can imagine her sheepishly asking, why would you speak to me? Your people think that I am an unbeliever. I am of a wayward branch. Christ's response would have been seen as surprising. He responds by offering this woman the gift of living water, which she doesn't seem to understand. But you say that we must worship in Jerusalem, not at Mount Gerizim where our people worship. At this point in the dialogue, we would expect Christ to respond that yes, Jerusalem is the proper location in which to worship God. He is, after all, a second temple Jewish teacher, but he turns that expectation on its head. The hour is coming and is now here when the true worshipers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father seeks such as these to worship him. This message is a recognition that God's presence and love go well beyond geography well beyond the understood culture. And this is a common Lenten theme. Take, for instance, last week's story of Nicodemus. Remember, Nicodemus questions Christ's teaching of rebirth, of everlasting life. We must be born from above or born again, Christ tells him. After affirming that Jesus was from God, Nicodemus doesn't seem to understand the allegory. Born again, he asks. How in the world can an old person go back into the mother's womb and be born again? I have to imagine that Jesus was kind of exasperated. He wasn't being literal. How hard can that be to understand a metaphor? It's something that Jesus seems to deal with a lot in the Bible stories. See, both Nicodemus and the Samaritan woman were so covered up by their own expectations, their own preconceived notions, their own logic. They, they couldn't grasp what Jesus was offering. Imagine a cup already full of water, unable to hold one ounce more. So was Nicodemus and the woman's understanding, their outlook on life, unable to hold one ounce more even if it was from God. Nicodemus has become calcified, so set in his ways that he is unable to hear or learn anything else. 
no room to grow. The woman, at least, found it in herself to go back to her town and testify to what she had seen. This cannot be the Christ, can it? During this season of Lent, we are asked to make ourselves a bit uncomfortable, to move beyond our own logic, our own expectations. We are called to participate in the kenosis, the emptying of ourselves for God, to be more childlike, a call to ask questions that we may not know the answers to, a call to be prepared to accept new knowledge and wisdom. Children so often say things that are wise beyond their years because they are open to experiencing the world as they see it. Their minds haven't been closed off to new experiences. They haven't been hardened. They question. They prod and poke without agenda. The difficult experiences of our lives often lead us to build up walls around ourselves. Peeking out or letting other people in becomes difficult to do because we have become comfortable. Lent calls us to work on bringing those walls down. So many of us give up something for Lent, but how much better would it be to cut to the heart of the matter and to give up our pride and adopt an attitude of radical openness so that we can be ready to hear the Easter message in a fresh and new way? How much more meaningful would it be if, like the Samaritan woman, we made ourselves ready to go out into the world and say out loud, could this be Christ, the Messiah? That's what this season is about. Not self-denial for self-denial's sake, but for preparing ourselves to be open to the possibility of Christ Jesus being crucified, yet rising from the dead to give us hope. How can we truly believe this if we do not have the unabashed faith of a child? So I am forced to look at Thomas Cole's series of paintings in a fresh light. We are all capable of the anguish, fear, and consternation represented in the manhood painting but we are also capable of the openness and sense of hope and adventure and the serene closeness to God that we see in childhood, youth, and old age. Lent is a time to embrace that sense of hope and adventure, a chance to commit ourselves to looking at the world anew with eyes that are more open to the wonder of God's promise. The promise of a kingdom that reveals itself when we stop and look and listen.